Hello and welcome to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fall Out Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until we die. Joining me until we die is Joe. Hello, my name is Joe. What song are we going to cover this week, Caitlin? Joe, Merry Christmas. I could not care less. We are covering. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. I thought you were going to say Merry Christmas, kiss my ass. And I was like, this is not an all-time low podcast. <laughs> no. And it should not be, because that no. would be almost entirely negative. Yeah, it would be a nightmare show. Even, even though I, I, I firmly believe nothing personal. Greatest album ever made in the history of time and space. But wow, uh, that's okay. it. Okay, that was a <laughs> statement. That was I've a been thing that, that you just said. I've been making that statement for years, and it will forever be the funniest fucking thing to me. And only me. <laughs> no one else will ever find it funny. Yeah, it's because everyone else is just appalled. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a record, okay? It sure is. <laughs> um, but no, that's, that's, a, that's an all-time low Christmas song that ultimately is the same song as this one yeah which is, you'll, you'll shoot your eye out by the fallout boys but it's a it's yule as in y-u-l-e mm-hmm. because it's festive mm-hmm. well that's been the podcast <laughs> <laughs> see you all next week goodbye <laughs> yeah this episode's supposed to come out like probably isn't christmas on a tuesday this christmas is, is on a show. tuesday yeah this is a wednesday show so i think this is right after well, so welcome to this season's greetings. Late, we're sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Merry Yule Tide. Merry Winter Things. Mm-hmm. A day late or multiple cold. weeks late, depending on your religious beliefs. Yeah, it's cold. It's probably still cold. It's probably still cold. Just no. I'm, I am again conflating this song with Merry Christmas, Kiss My Ass. Because I was like, isn't there a New Year's reference in it too? There but is no, also I... a New Year's reference in this song. Is it? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the second verse. All right. Well, let's let's dive in to um, you. You can tell that this came out in two thousand three, two thousand four era fob. Yep. Because uh, goddamn, it's something about like. All right, so we haven't actually gotten to proper take this to your grave songs yet because we roll the dice and and we lose constantly <laughs> and we never win. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we there's something to be said about that lyricism that early pete lyricism that is so aggressive and angry misogynistic yeah i was gonna say um, at women yeah it, it's not like specifically i i i mean it is misogynistic because it's very hateful towards presumably a a woman and, and people have used i think their angry broken broken heart lyricism to fuel their own misogyny mm-hmm. uh where but like there aren't any lyrics specifically saying you suck woman no, it's just like you just assume just you because hetero- heteronormativity, you assume it's a lady. Yeah. And I mean, I think I think some of their lyricism might have that, but I know this song don't. And I, and I think their their music video imagery probably builds up on that, too. That assumption, um, which may or may not have been their choices, but I don't know. Wait, quickly. Was there a music video for this song? No. Okay, thank no, God. Because I was like, Joe, I looked and I didn't see one. I was like, we have to pause the podcast so I can watch this <laughs> fucking video. No, um, there is a there's a lyric video because this song was like this song was re-released on I think a 2017 Christmas label thing. Yeah, Island Island Records put it back out. Well, <laughs> originally released on a punk rock Christmas compilation in 2003. Jesus. Yeah. Um, but what I was originally what I was originally getting at is that somehow. 
that becomes so much more upsetting when you strip down the song and turn it into an acoustic track. Yeah. And I was, I don't know, I was just thinking about how Pete Wentz has kind of gotten away with saying a lot of really aggressive things because Patrick has the voice of an angel. Yeah, well, and especially because, yeah, Pete Wentz says aggressive things, like, not in the way that I say aggressive things, but in the way of, like, man, this this <laughs> man would, would beat you if he had access. Maybe. Or at least, like... <laughs> or, like, the potential least, like, is there. they're saying it. The potential the thought, is the, there. <laughs> the thoughts are there. They they are expressing it in song, and there's something to be said about that, whether whether it would ever actually be done. Yeah, it's a lot. My The mm-hmm. first note that I took about this song actually says, wow, this sure is some take this to your grave shit. So I'm yeah. glad we were on the same page there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, you, you, can, you can tell just by the, the word choice yeah. and the sentiment of the song that it came out in 2003 uh, oh, for yeah. Fall Out Boy. And as, as much as I think about the, the aggressiveness of, of uh, I almost said Petrick, of Pete, um, <laughs> a lot of his aggression is almost just like I like he he's very distanced because it's always and I'm jumping ahead to the the pre-chorus of this song that we haven't directly talked about yet. All all I want this year is for you to dedicate your last breath to me before you bury yourself alive. It's all and like I'm thinking of um Chicago because we talked about yeah. it before Chica- Chicago. This is so two years ago of um whatever the song what similar lyrics about your last breath and it's yeah. always like he's just like sitting around hoping the other person dies he doesn't want to do anything he's just so depressed and it would be easier for him to go on if the person was not around yeah and manifesting that with such a tone is questionable well especially because it doesn't even feel as passive as that right like it's not like i want to bury you but it's like i wish for you to bury yourself all a like yeah a gangster it, digging your not... own grave situation like yeah it's and like i dedicate your last breath to me before you bury yourself alive is like a a, a heavy breakup lyric there's also Coheed and Cambria's Welcome Home, which is literally about be- being the one to bury the other person alive. Ah, uh, yes. Coheed and Cambria, the band I'm very familiar with. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone knows that song. It's just Cashmere. Listen to better Coheed songs. Uh, but still, when, when I think of bands that I grew up liking and that I look back on thinking, man, there's a lot to these lyrics to unpack about like the the nature of how maybe their listeners treat other people Co- coheed is also up there right with me so i have to i have to draw that comparison as it as it comes to mind but um this is a christmas song and and uh, more than you can more than die hard is a christmas movie this is a christmas song there are sleigh bells on it which mm-hmm. immediately means it's a christmas song it also literally the the line is merry christmas i could care less yeah which is an all right line it's funny so, i guess all- yeah, I do. Want it's to not really delivered this. as a joke. <laughs> no, and it's also like it's weird because that's not the saying. Yeah, yeah, that was. I remember now watching watching uh, it on. I think it was the 2017 re-release YouTube video lyric video where the one of the top comments was like, "This is grammatically incorrect and it makes me upset." <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was just trying to think of like if there's a way that like. It was like it's like on purpose lyrically, like if it's like a, I, I was could care less, but I don't. Uh, it, it's it's like it's like an admittance that he does in fact care because you were writing a song about it. Yeah, and like hoping the other person fucking buries themselves. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really yeah. stuck on that. No, you should be though. 
this is completely just unrelated. I I like at the very end of the genius. Please uh su- support our show. Uh, yes, we haven't said it yet, but Anna, uh, genius. Yeah, sponsors. at the very bottom of the lyrics on genius, it just says beeps deck the halls it's like i mean yeah Yeah. that is part of the song i guess that is what happens but it's not in brackets it's not a lyric Mm -hmm. and it's it's also it's it's not patrick going beep 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 like it's a little chiptune thing like it's not patrick singing you'd be surprised how powerful the brackets are because the bracket says outro patrick stump and then below that patrick in a lisp not in brackets and it's so it it does kind of read immediately like he says patrick in a lisp mm-hmm. he does not it also yeah it also just reads now i'm just picturing patrick stump going beep 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 beep, beep <laughs> which is not what happens it is not what happens which is what it should have happened honestly we have talked about the pre-chorus the chorus and the outro of this song so we're done we did it <laughs> <laughs> all the important notes um uh, th- i don't know it's just like a fucked up song you know i don't really yeah this one is like really rough mm -hmm. and it's yeah but like something about the the tonal dissonance between that lyricism with just a straight up acoustic song with like some sleigh bells on it it's just like i i am i am so much more having to confront it (laughs) yeah it's like it 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 definitely like highlights how aggressive and like fucked up the lyrics are just because the actual music is like pretty chill Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to address the reference that the title is. I think everybody is turned on TBS on the 25th. Can I read the annotation, though? Because I think it's so funny. Sure. <clears throat> so, about You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. The title comes from the 1983 movie A Christmas Story, in which a nine-year-old boy wants a BB gun for Christmas, but when he asks his mother, she tells him, no, you'll shoot your eye out. Quote-unquote Yule, replacing Yule, the contraction, in this title is a play on words, Yule generally being known as Christmas. Thank you. It's so fucking funny, like, duh. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's like, there are definitely the annotations that are just like, here's this. I just like we'll get. It's a play on words. It literally <laughs> says it's a play on words. It's like no shit. This is a Fallout Boy song. Yeah, there's one that I'm thinking of, not in this song, but in the next song that we cover, that made me similarly laugh just because it's so detailed and long. Oh, man. Look forward to that. People fucking have a lot of time on their hands, I guess. Mm-hmm. I say as the proud owner of a, of a Fallout Boy podcast. Yeah. People have so much time to, like, really dig into what follow-up, like, could it be me? Listen, I know what a play on words is, is all I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, I don't need to talk about the title reference, no, do I? I? it so funny that they felt the need to do that. Especially oh. the Yule replacing Yule. Mm-hmm. Just in case, you know? Just, like, just some people don't know. I guess. The first in this first verse, also every verse is annotated as saying Patrick Stump as if someone else is going to come in, but no one does. Yeah, no, um, no one ever else. No one ever does. It's it's either him or Pete always. So, what what is the worst line in this first verse? Is it these are your good years, or you never wanted the nice boys anyway? It's absolutely you never wanted the nice boys anyway because it is such like stereotypical like garbage emo pop punk bullshit of like you i was nice (laughs) and you never liked me so me yeah like what's that i've been seeing a couple different meme edits of the image of like the the girl going off with the shitty guy and the nice guy 
And then the, <laughs> the nice girls, like, why does the nice guy never want the nice girls? And then, like, if you keep scrolling right, it's like a Goku charging up something or whatever. Like, that's that's where the joke comes in. But, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's such it's, trash, and I'm so tired. Yeah. Especially, just... too, because the line before that is, don't take my advice. You never wanted the mm-hmm. nice boys anyway. And it's like, shut the fuck up. You're not nice. <laughs> this whole song is you being not nice. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, it's like if 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 you thinking that someone not wanting to be with you even though you're nice to them is enough for you to quit being nice and and be this aggressive about someone then like goddamn. Yeah, well, especially too like if you have it in you to be this shitty to someone and like you're sing about nice it. Guy. Like are you probably not that nice? Yeah. It goes back to or does it doesn't go back to but it makes me think of it makes me think of when I when I paired Melrose Diner with 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 sugar we're going down as like the same energy mm-hmm. by the wonder years and i was and i and i i think it, we talked about it off recording where i was just like yeah they're the same energy because it's like a song about another person that they miss but dan is such a more like honest lyricist and potentially at least based on lyrics a much nicer person because like there's a line in that song He's like screaming. It's not screaming, but like songs about like. I'm pull up the lyrics. I'm not diner, so I can be more specific. <laughs> no, I I know it's just a place. God, I always do this. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of the song is like, uh, I hate your bad tattoos, your secondhand stories, yada yada yada, complaints about a person. Um, and then like you get to the the courses uh, or the the bridge section, and it's like, uh, my friends all say he's just a B-rate version of me. Uh, it, the end of that section is uh, they're just trying to help me get some sleep. I know he's what you need. And it's like, that's all you needed to add to add nuance to the goddamn song. Yeah, like, damn. <laughs> like, like this is a song about me venting and going through it. But like, I get but, it. But like, also, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, I don't know if that's ever come up in a Fall Out Boy song. That, like, that moment of nuance. I genuinely don't know. I don't think so. If I had to I, bet both of our lives, I, I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm I'm genuinely unsure, and I hope I find it. I hope like that's maybe that's the secret pl- like plot line of this show is us trying to find the goddamn nuance to, <laughs> to Fallout Boy. Uh, the the main plot of this podcast is me listening to like all of the shit I've never heard before and seeing mm-hmm. all the music videos. The subplot is us trying to find some fucking nuance. Mm-hmm. Fallout Boy is such this fucking media colossal giant that like it deserves this close reading and like what are the consequences of of these lyrics being circulated for for people's developmental years but nuance please yeah please, like please uh, miss may i have some nuance might i come to you hands outstretched <laughs> begging literally literally tears in our eyes begging <laughs> hat in hand <laughs> Please just give us some nuance. We've been through so much. It's been seven episodes, Joe, and we've already been through so much. Hold on, I need to look up. I need to look up a Fall Out Boy song title for a joke. <laughs> Excellent radio. <laughs> a little less Pete Wentz, a little more nuance. There it is. <laughs> I no 
know we normally just title the episodes um the name of the song but could that be the episode title please it should be if this was a better show <laughs> or could that just be the description i I'll, I'll i'll save it for the description for you thank you jesus christ all right so yeah it's like it, oh. it's the this this song is ultimately those same i'm mad about a breakup to a yeah. point where I should t- maybe see a therapist or work some things out. I'm in my young 20s. Yeah, well, I should maybe also just be, like, less of a misogynistic piece of shit. Probably. Potentially, yeah. Uh, and it, it's that mixed in with Christmas references. Which um, is uncomfortable. A little bit. You never wanted the nice boys anyway. And I'm, and I'm, I'm of good cheer. I thought it was missing a word, but I think that is just the lyric. Yeah, no, that's just the word. Um, you know what puts me in the in the spirit of Christmas is hating women mm-hmm. and romantic partners I've had. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> just gets me all ready to fucking deck the halls. Mm-hmm. I've been checking my list. The gifts you're receiving from me will be one awkward silence. And two hopes you cry yourself to sleep. I I almost want to say like the the listing of like the one thing and then the two things is like a, a a cheeky reference to another Christmas song, but it only goes to two. Yeah, it'd be one thing if they went all twelve, but yeah, they don't. So because awkward silence is like docile enough where I can say, "Ha, huh, that that works. That's good. I get it." And then like cry yourself to sleep. Oh, all right, you're escalating. Staying up waiting by the phone. Okay, you really want this person to. To be you so want them to be in their you. feelings about you. Like, yeah, yeah, all right, that's valid. Um, you're not the worst. I, I, the, the feeling exists, and, and then it continues. All I want this year is for you to dedicate your last breath to me. Oh, oh, hold on, that, what? hold on. Before, Before you, bury you bury yourself, yourself alive. alive, Pete, 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 please, Pete. I can't, I can't keep doing this. Pete, stop, stop it. This is the pre-chorus. It is repeated again later. I also love that this song is so fucking extra. It had to have a chorus and a pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. Well, that's just a that's just the Fall Out Boy way. <laughs> Fall Out it's Boy just, will do a pre-chorus twice before they get to the chorus. The it's just time. so much. Especially, I just feel like I feel it more because it's this song. And yeah, like, this is so much. Yeah, and it, there's something to be said about the the stripped down music being very one note. Which, like, uh-huh. there's nothing wrong with that. I think they're like. Some people just don't like acoustic music and, like, sure, I get it. I do like acoustic music. Uh, Plenty of acoustic music can be so fucking vibrant and good. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like, I like the music. If it was not, like, if it was just the acoustic music, I'd be like, yeah, I would listen to this as one of the billion Christmas songs I have to listen to at work. Like, mm-hmm. it'd be fine. Yeah. But, like... Then you listen to the, the words. Well, yeah, and the words, like, and it's... It's such a contrast, like, when I I listened to this for the very first time ever, like, for this show, Mm -hmm. and I was listening to it in my car on the way to the bus stop to work, and I was like, holy shit, this is so aggressive, and I could just tell, like, right off the bat, because the music was, like, so stripped down, and, -hmm. like, sweet, and just, like, chillin', and then there's all these words, and I was like, wow, okay, this doesn't even take, like, me having to look up the lyrics to just know that this is, like, fucked up. Like, yeah, and I think I think that contrast was definitely intentional, and yeah. I'm used I just to think that. It's, I think it's just like it's not 
it feels like it was supposed to be intentional in that like i'm pete wins and i'm cheeky and smart and like look at how edgy gonna, we are away i'm gonna make a not happy christmas song yeah and then i feel like instead it's just like oh no you're just highlighting what a piece of shit you are like a little bit this is like this is not like and i mean again i think it's like you know the, a, a product of the time or whatever but like it's like this isn't this isn't clever it's just like a lot yeah and i <laughs> And I, I worry how critical we're going to end up being of Take This to Your Grave. If we're critical, it deserves it. That's the end of the statement. I mean, yeah. But, well, I don't know. We were pretty hard on centuries. Centuries <laughs> deserved it. Um, but, like, as I'm going over these lyrics again, I'm like, man, there's, like, not even that much of it. It's just what's there is just, like, so telling. Well, and I feel like that's like, what makes it worse, too, is, like, I feel like at least, and again, it's been a minute since I've listened to Take This to Your Grave, but I feel like when we get there, there's at least a little bit, like, more material to work with. Yeah, I mean, there's, Cause not the, every song on that record is just, I hate my ex, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it's got, like, the song about <laughs> being friends with a guy named Chris or whatever. Hey, Chris, you were our only friend. Yes. Th- this song is very much just this one thing, and it kind of, I mean, it doesn't exist in a vacuum. None of these songs do. But in this sense of like, this is the this is the Christmas song they did, and it kind of bounced around compilation albums, and now it's just here in front of us, and we're just like, oh man, we can tell when this came out, and there's nothing. There's <coughs> this is something I almost asked you off the air, and I saved it. How questionable does a song have to be for the bop part to not matter? I mean, I would say I don't consider this song to be a bop. It's, it's not, but it's like it's it's pleasant to it's... listen to. It's not. It's not even like because I wouldn't even say this is like boring because it's just like no. yeah. Pat Patrick's voice sounds good over acoustic guitars. I can enjoy that. Yeah, I think it's again for me. Like I don't find this song enjoyable because I think because the contrast is so stark. Mm-hmm. Like it's just automatically unpleasant. Like the first time I listened to this song, I did not enjoy it off the bat That's because valid. I was just like I, so taken I, aback by yeah. like how because again like even when take this to your grave like i know a lot of those songs are fucked up but there's enough there like between the music and like the lyrics and not just the lyrics as they are but like the amount of lyrics because this is another song where it is pretty repetitive and kind of bare as far as like diversity and what they're saying there is a key change though there is but like which which to to echo Wheels' sentiment of just like it's almost an insult because nothing else has happened. Yeah, no, well, and it's the same lyrics over again anyway, so yeah, like it there, doesn't fucking I, matter. Yeah, I'm hard pressed to be that critical of like an acoustic song that was clearly like like it sounds like a bonus track or a B side. Like it's it's yeah. got the amount of time put into it that you would expect this to be an acoustic cover of a song that comes yeah. as a bonus track or something. And like in that place in my mind, this is totally sufficient. Yeah, but it's not that. Yeah, well, I just like I don't have a problem with it musically. Again, like I think the acoustic, like all of that is fine. Like I find that part to be incredibly pleasant. But it's when you add the lyrics and the way Patrick sings the lyrics that I'm like, this is not pleasant or enjoyable for me in any way. Sure, totally. I have a history of enjoying things with dissonance, lyrically and otherwise. I just like I, I I think this song is so like cookie cutter in that way, though. Yeah, it's definitely, you can definitely tell that they were told to write a Christmas song for a punk Christmas album, so they did it. Yes. Yes. I would wager they were asked to do a thing. Oh, yeah. Rather than they did it. If, yeah, there's no way that they just did this. I mean, 
could be. <laughs> well, because I mean, like, no, because like my thing is like I feel like there's absolutely a world in which Fall Out Boy was just like, fuck it. What if we wrote a Christmas song? Mm-hmm. I do not think this is that Christmas song. I agree with that. I think I I think I do agree that this is not what would have happened if they wrote a Christmas song because they wanted to. Or or at least because like because I don't even know that they didn't want to write this, but like if they had not been like approached. Yeah. If it if it was purely them wanting to do a Christmas song, it would have sounded like "Merry Christmas, Kiss My Ass." Probably, yeah. Which is not the pairing for this week, I promise. No, I wouldn't no, just no, no. give you this song again. <laughs> it is just the same song. Just play it twice. Mm-hmm. But with Alex Alex Gaskarth doing it instead. Uh, yeah, because I mean, like we we really honed in on some of those word choices in the first verse and the pre-chorus but like a lot of the second verse in that chorus itself is just like the best gift i'll ever ask for is don't call me yes don't come back ever be mm-hmm. gone i don't i don't want to see you i banish thee mm-hmm. well and to talking about it too just kind of more generally i guess i was thinking about it because we talked about when we talked about last of the real ones i talked about how again i was kind of uncomfortable with the framing because it is like a very unhealthy way of looking at like someone that you love and care about. Um, But honestly, like I think that I honestly prefer that, like the last of the real ones version of being like a fucked up weird person than this, (laughs) because at least like I get that one sounds more tongue in cheek. Well, I also, I, I get last of the real ones more. It feels like a more sincere, like genuine like yeah. representation of a feeling mm-hmm. and like yeah that feeling is like gross but or uh i mean i'm not saying you're wrong i'm saying yeah. that i because i'm just like i don't know if i would say gross as much as i would say like you should pay attention to it and unpack it because it's not healthy to live in 100 percent. yeah no i mean i would say gross just because like i felt that way and like thinking sure. about it, i'm like that was that was that now I'm like, ugh, that feels yeah. gross. It, I, don't I, like I feel that. I feel like I feel like thinking of where I was at when I felt those things about people. Yeah. Is gross. <laughs> yeah. Well it's just like I don't like the person that I was in that moment feels gross. Totally. So uh, but like I feel like that's still genuine and sincere in a very real way. Whereas this is just like again, it's like we were told to write a punk Christmas song in our take this to our grave era. So what if we were just yeah. real shitty and wrote like a like a messed up Christmas song? Once yeah. again, some or even Pete Wentz like... ass, welcome to my beautiful twisted fantasy or whatever the <laughs> fuck. I, I also feel like maybe maybe there's the edge of this is what people expect from us. Yeah, I mean, that definitely... Because I almost feel like like the stuff on Take This to Your Grave is very much him writing about what he's going through or whatever, um, questionably. Uh, whereas, like, this one is so cookie cutter. Christmas Christmas cookie cutter. Just like, you know, like I said, the, the last breath line is so similar to a one that's already on their first record. Mm-hmm. And just like, yeah, all right. This is this is what they they kind of churned out. Yeah, well, and two, it's weird. This is so stupid, but it reminds me of the Ding and Rampa franchise, kind of. Oh, lay that lay that fucking think piece on me, please. <laughs> I'm so ready for it. So I don't remember his name, but the guy who makes the who's like solely in charge of the Ding and Rampa games, like has this dang weird. It, dang it, Ron Paul. Yeah, dang it, Ron Paul, <laughs> Mister Dang it, Ron Paul. Um. Mm-hmm. 
he has this like weird history of like the longer he has to work on things and like the longer he's kind of entrenched in that medium the like more malicious he kind of gets in the representation mm-hmm. of the medium and so i kind of feel like because Danganronpa 3 is basically, like, a whole thing oh, about, yeah. like, it's, like, a whole critique of, like, people who consume these games and, like, blah, 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 whatever. I, l- I love End of Evangelion. Yeah. I haven't seen that, but I assume it's a similar similar it's, situation. It's it's considerably more to unpack, but it is very critical of the audiences that consumed Evangelion. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I'm not here to talk about my feelings on Danganronpa 3, but I think <laughs> there is something to, like, when creators like Pete Wentz or, like, dang it dang it ron paul um are like continuously like expected to make something like when it gets made it gets distilled down into like the shittier meaner parts of it versus like the good parts sure and and i think it becomes less genuine too if you're doing Mm -hmm. it because it's expected and not because it's what you're feeling or doing yeah because like with this like all i can feel is like the mean in this song and that was kind of how i felt playing danganronpa 3 too where i was like this just feels malicious with no like core of what made the other things like good and worth playing and it's kind of the same thing where it's like i don't feel the good parts of take this to your grave here i only feel the shitty Mm -hmm. that's that's a very good uh i think description of what the song is i almost wonder if there's credence to that based on because i've been thinking about how i want to read the outro because it's it's patrick doing this lisp impersonation of the the kid in the movie Mm mm-hmm whatever it's called christmas christmas story and he's like oh they recorded a christmas song they must have spent a lot of money on this and it's like that coming at the end of of uh-huh. stripped acoustic cookie cutter song almost feels like it, it gives credence to that where it's just like they like ah they must have spent a lot of money on this because it was it feels like an afterthought yeah yeah well and i do kind of wonder too if like people because they were they were they were like super successful at this point so i wonder if the they must have spent a lot of money on this is like oh i bet it was a lot of money to get fall boy to write a christmas song Mm. well yeah i want to look i want to list off some of the other bands on this um punk rock christmas tell me the first one well i know the first one that you'll recognize is it um, fallout boy (laughs) no there's one before that but like the akas never heard of them something corporate never heard of them the matches never heard of them uh Far? Bleh. Never heard just of them. Just Far. Just, yeah, like the, I was going to say the Coheed and Cambria song, like you'd know that. Mm-hmm. MXPX. Never heard of them. I think I've heard of From First to Last. I think I've heard, I've, I know I've heard Matchbook Romance. Um, I, I willfully skipped over Fall Out Boy and Blink-182. Ah. Newfound Glory, I know. Yep. Uh, Acceptance, never heard of. Gatsby's American Dream either sounds familiar or just sounds like the type of bullshit you would hear, so it feels familiar. That sounds like if you ty- if you typed in like punk rock band name generator. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe that's what they did. Maybe they're the childish Gambino of, of pop punk. <laughs> uh, Jason Gleason, which does sound like a name I've heard, but it hasn't been put on Genius, so no one gives a shit. <laughs> in memory, never heard of. Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, I know. Yeah, I've heard of them. Stand Still, meh. Beautiful Mistake, nah. Punchline, <laughs> bleh. Uh, I do know Seosin, and I do not know the Red West. So, like, yeah. Fall Out Boy and Blink-182 are probably the biggest names on this list. Oh, absolutely. So so I think in, in maybe third place is, is Boss Tones, or I'm just somehow uh, willfully unaware of the other bands. <laughs> Is the album a Santa cause? It's a punk rock Christmas. 
Yeah, I'm gonna look up on Wikipedia. <laughs> that a funny name for a fucking album. Okay, it was uh, it was Immortal Records, and it was mostly for charity, like a lot of these compilations are. Ah, uh, because it was a Santa cause. Ah. <laughs> oh God. No, it just seems like it was a thing done by Immortal Records. So, maybe. Weird. 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 <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> are there are there any closing thoughts for You'll Shoot Your Eye Out? By I kind of wish Boys? there had been a music video just because I think it would have probably been funny and horrific. It would have been funny. I feel like, I almost feel like you could put this song over the video for... Grand Theft Auto, and it's the same thing. Probably. <laughs> I'm like, doesn't that video take place in the snow or some shit? I don't know. I don't even remember. It's been 400 years since I watched that video. I hope I'm not wrong, so everyone can laugh at me. <laughs> well, I, I, think, I think that is all there is to say then. I would say my closing statement on the song You'll Shoot Your Eye Out is <sighs> Merry Christmas, I could care less. Because I, I do care a little bit. But I, I, I could care less, but I could care more. Yeah, I couldn't care any less than I do currently. <laughs> and you are, you are so justified. <laughs> Caitlin, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on twitter.com at CG and 8Rs. And all my other stuff can be found in my pinned tweet there. Cool. You can find me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O. And I don't have a pinned tweet, but you can find all my stuff in my bio or just follow me for bad posts. Is that it? I think that's it. <laughs> cool. Happy holidays. We're a day late. Sorry. Yeah. Happy winter seasons. Happy, happy winter celebrations. And have a happy new year because I think we missed that too. Um, just barely. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, Caitlin, is this more than you bargained for yet? This one really, really was. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> see y'all. See y'all next year. Bye. Welcome to 294 Note Streak, the best idea for a podcast of all time. We use a bracket to rank every song that's ever been in a Guitar Hero game. That's pretty much it. That's the whole idea. My name's Joe. I'm Riley. We do that thing we just said every mm, two weeks? We rank it on how much we like the song and if it makes a fun chart to play. Is 294 an equally divisible number for a bracket? It's not! <laughs> Is Thunder Kiss 65 the best white zombie song? Can anything topple Hangar 18 in this race to the top? Will Pat Benatar's Heartbreaker defeat Michael Jackson's Beat It? Yes. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Should Fat Lip be in Guitar Hero? <laughs> Find out by listening to 294 Note Streak on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or a better app. And remember, enjoy music. <laughs>